folks, to the Mail Right podcast. It's episode 225. Today we are meeting with Ray Pekivis, who is the number one realtor in uh, Delaware. Um, uh, in Delaware. And uh, also, just for the spirit of transparency, he is a client of Inbound REM and he's a friend uh, as well. But uh, over the years that, Del- that, that Ray and I have been talking, Ray has been responsible for some of my favorite marketing tool recommendations. Uh, Bold Leads was, was something that he turned me on to, and I ended up doing not only a deep review of the platform, but I got in touch with the owners, and, and they actually did a podcast, uh, like a video interview with me, and it turned into one of my best blog posts ever. All of that was fueled by Ray by Ray Pekivis, who's, who's with us today. So Ray, what we're going to focus the show on today, after you introduce yourself, I will hand it over to you, but we're going to ask you to share some of the secrets, some of the tools, some of the real estate marketing tools that you use to fuel your phenomenal growth. So with no further ado, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? Um, my name is Ray Pekivis. Pekivis. Um, oh. I love to beat Robert up on that. Um, and I just, I do want to make a correction because we are a stickler for details. I'm not the number one real estate agent in Delaware. I'm the number one agent with Keller Williams in Delaware. I just want to okay. make sure that folks uh, who have done that job get that credit. Um, Keller Williams is a great big company. Happy to be number one with them. But I'm, there are a couple of folks that I'm, ch- I'm still chasing down personally. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I'm, I'm out here in Delaware. I'm really a fourth year real estate agent. Um, we just we just kind of did some numbers, you know, to kind of give you perspective on that. Um, you know, we've sold about 518 homes in the last couple of years uh, since we started this, and you know, our average sales price out here. I'm not sure if that's interesting or not, but we're $225,000. You know, is our average sales price, and you know, we're looking between uh, 35 and 40 million dollars a year is, is kind of a, a consistent year for us at this point. Excellent. So volume wise, and 150 to you know 100, 190 homes a year is kind of that range. Um, okay. cause I, again, I'm a big fan of, uh, transparency. I don't want to misrepresent, misrepresent numbers in any way or anything like that. It's not like we're selling a thousand homes a year. Um, our goal is, is to do more always. Sure. But, um, you know, that, that's who we are. I've got a, I've got a very good team. It's a, it's a small team, you know, it's a couple admin and it's about, you know, five or six agents depending on, you know, where we are and, and who's transitioning to what, to what role. But, uh, you know, that's what our team looks like. Mm. All right. Um, so in, uh, Oh, you can introduce, you can introduce me. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. And then of course my fabulous co-host, uh, who usually does these introductions and I'm very bad at them as everybody can now tell, but is, uh, is Jonathan. He's the founder of, uh, of MailRite, which is a, an all-in-one marketing system for real estate agents and brokers. And, um, he's been working on it like literally tirelessly for the last number of years. It's, it's pretty phenomenal. And if you, if you get the opportunity, you should look them up and check them out. How about that? Did I make up for it? It's oh, turn it over. You, 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 you certainly did a great job, Robert. <laughs> and, uh, we're looking for, we're proactively looking for agents to join the email right team. And we've been doing a load of new testing for our new campaigns for 2020. And they seem to be getting some great results. And uh, we're looking, like I say, for some agents that are really up for getting a better 2020 than 2019 and working with us. Beautiful. 
Um, so Ray, uh, you've been really great about, and a lot of my learning, a lot of what I do for my business comes from not Ray and clients like him. And so Ray, I'm, I'm, would you mind sharing, like, give us an overview of your, cause the show is about real estate marketing and, and I'm super excited to have Ray on because he is transparent and he talks numbers with me all the time, which allows me to, which informs my opinion about the real estate marketing uh, industry as a whole. So you're doing a lot of marketing right now. Would you mind sharing who you're doing it with, how much you're spending, and then maybe breaking it down and telling us what your favorite tools are and why? Yeah, certainly. So, you know, as, as you guys were talking there, um, you know, it's, it's not just marketing, it's, it's shameless marketing. Um, so as, as you're talking there, I just grabbed a t-shirt <laughs> off the front of my... because I realized. <laughs> <laughs> I, I realized that um, I did not have a Delaware Realty Group um, shirt on them. And uh, I looked over, I'm like, oh, there, there's one. I give t-shirts out to everybody. I figure, you know, for the cost of, you know, eight, eight bucks for a Hanes BPT and, uh, you know, the, the cost of having it printed, um, I might as well at least throw it in there. I'm not going to keep this on for the whole show. It looks ridiculous, but uh, there, there's our logo. Um, you know, and for me, this whole thing is about, is about having fun. So that, that logo, <clears throat> when I had it done, um, I actually stole the color scheme off of uh, a 57 uh, Cadillac by Ritz that I saw online. And so when they were talking about color scheme, I'm like, no, no, this, this is the red. I want this 57 Cadillac red, you know, with, with the Chrome and I want the Monopoly hotel, but we're going to use the Monopoly house shape because the hotel is the superior uh, piece of real estate in Monopoly, but I saw homes, not hotels. So give me the house shape with the hotel color the 57 Cadillac, you know, color scheme. And like, that's, that's what we're going to market with. I'm a, I'm a big fan of cars. I actually own a 57. But in uh, my real estate, as far as open houses are concerned. And for me, real estate is not really a career or a job. It's, it's a lifestyle and it's a lifestyle that I love. And that's what makes this whole thing fun for me. And that's what I make sure that the agents that are on my team understand is like, you want a job, go get one somewhere else. You know, I'm not offering careers. I'm not offering, um, you know, really anything other than a lifestyle to figure out what it is that you want. And then we're going to backfill that with a financial opportunity that comes from, from real estate. Um, shape this into whatever you want it to be, and it'll be exactly what you design. Um, but you got to be committed to that plan. So, you know, Robert, that, that's a lot of the conversations that you and I have had is, you know, what do you want? How much does it cost to get what you want? And what do you have to do? to, uh, you know, to make that happen. And so, you know, to answer your question, yeah, I spend a lot of money. Um, not all of it, not all of it hits the mark. Um, you know, we're doing a lot of stuff, uh, online. I spend a lot of money on places that, um, quite frankly, I don't think that I should, but being a new agent, I was in a state Delaware where I'm not from. And so it's not like I went to high school with a bunch of people here, or I was involved in a lot of organizations. So, you know, really my first two or even three years worth of business, I, I bought it off of online leads and I just figured out a way to do a decent job converting online leads. And then the second job was, how do I, how do I increase that conversion rate? Um, and now we're in a spot after being in this, you know, now that we've sold 518 homes in the last few years, now the question is, let's get referrals from the folks that we've done a really good job helping them buy or sell a home. But in, in that beginning couple of years, it's like, you know, who do you know? I didn't know anybody. And so the, the best way for me to get to know somebody was buying leads um, and then introducing myself and simultaneously, you know, introducing and sharing my value proposition because 
I am a good real estate. I'm a great real estate agent. I'm just not from here. And so a lot of that stuff of like, you know, how long have you lived here and all that stuff? I, I, I wanted to get past that to, I have a different value proposition, which is I'm going to sell your home very quickly for the most amount of money we can with the least amount of uh, aggravation. You know, that's the value proposition that I bring to my listing clients. And then to the, our buyer clients, it's a different value proposition. You know, it's, I'm a fierce negotiator and I'm going to, I'm going to do the heavy lifting for you. So, so that's really what I brought to market, buying internet leads. And now in that search of how do I increase my conversion, purchasing leads off a line, uh, you know, that, that's where really you and I came in. I was, I was online going, is there a better way than just straight up buying leads? Um, sure. And that's where I met uh, Robert was I saw one of his, one of his videos where he was doing a good job of both a positive and negative, um, you know, comparison analysis of one of the, um, one of the vendors that I was considering doing business with, which ultimately led me to give him a call to say, you know what, you, you did a fair job. You, you weighed in the high points, you weighed in the low points. And uh, I want to talk to you because you seem to have something to offer yourself. And uh, of the, the, the vendors that I recollect that you've used so far have been Bold Leads, uh, Zillow, trulyarealtor.com, I think. Um, is there any lessons that you'd share about using those services for other aggressive agents or brokers? Any lessons that I'd share as far as... Like, like you've... you've, you've uh, we won't mention exact numbers, but you have a you have a healthy budget. You've spent a lot of it with those vendors. Is there some lessons that you've learned in in that process, like like buying leads from these these companies? Is there anything that you'd pass along to other people? Yeah, I would say you really need to start with a geographic center point where you know something about the market. And so um, I still I still hold true to that to this day in that I spend more money in the zip code that I live in than I do in any other zip code or even you know my top two, three, or four zip codes combined. I still don't spend as much money in those zip codes as I do the zip code that I live in. Um, and there's a reason for that is you know, I've lived in this area. I'm not, I'm not new to Delaware. It's just that I wasn't born and raised here. Um, so I, I've lived in this zip code in Delaware for longer than I've done business. So when someone says to me, hey, what are the schools like here? You know, I can not only tell you what the schools are like, but I can tell you about my experience as a father with my kids in school. Um, when that's a big thing that Robert and I have worked on is the schools. And that's really, it's a big reason that people move to the zip code that I live in. So I make sure that I know a lot about, you know, that, because that, if that's the primary driving point for folks to move in, into the zip code where I live, that better be something that I'm an expert on. Um, and then when it comes to like, you know, where's the nearest restaurant? Um, what do you guys do for fun? Do you play golf? Well, I'm not really a golfer, but I can tell you all about the three golf courses that are in my town. Um, I have played each of those courses, even though I'm not a golfer, so that when I do get a golfer who's asking me about, you know, what's it like to relocate into this town? Um, you know, where can I play golf? It's not like, oh, yeah, there's a golf course here. Or there's a golf course there. It's I've played each of these courses. This is the difference experience wise between, you know, Frog Hollow versus Odessa National versus Back Creek. Um, and I can tell you what that experience is like. So right. my best advice would be if you're going to go into buying leads, make sure your first purchase is the area that you know the best. And then as you expand out, and you know we're, we're well into the you know, 500 leads a month territory now okay, uh, with, with leads bought online. Um, that's way more than I can personally handle. So the second thing that I try to do, and, I, and we do it, is if I'm going to buy leads in a market where I don't live and I'm not the expert, Hire an agent 
who lives in that market as you grow your team and point those leads at that agent so that your incoming customer gets the same experience as far as what's the best restaurant, where do you shop, where's the nearest hospital. Um, you want to make sure that you're local, you are a local expert in the marketplace. And I personally try not to do business in zip codes where I'm not a local market expert. I got you. So John, I've, we've monopolized the conversation so far, and I appreciate you uh, giving us a little bit of uh, momentum into the show, but now it is absolutely positively your, your turn right. to uh, have a conversation with Ray. I've just got a question before we go for our break. Um, Ray, um, I think you, your story that you used online leads to really establish your business is fantastic, but I, I have a lot of... Um, discussion with agents about the difference between a personal referral and what a online lead is and it, um and i get a lot of agents that try and think that online lead should be of the same quality as a personal referral can you put them right and give some idea to our listeners and viewers what an online lead is uh, absolutely. An online lead <clears throat> is really the, the most difficult customer to deal with in the first, um, I would say, three to five days. Um, a personal referral is someone who will wait for me. When I say, hey, that's great. I'm glad you know, Bob introduced us. I can meet with you on Thursday. You know, The nice thing is that person will probably wait till Thursday. Um, when I get someone as an online lead, I have two minutes to call them. And if I don't call them in two minutes, the chances are someone else from another brokerage is calling them because the leads that I purchase, they're not exclusive to me. Um, you know, it's kind of a shotgun method where you know three to five agents might be getting that same lead simultaneously. So I got to be first to get them on the phone. And then I have to be engaging enough to be the person that they're going to call back when they're still going to get those other three to five calls because chances are they didn't inquire about just one home. So even if I have a lead that comes in and it's shared with only, say, two agents, they probably put an inquiry on three to five houses. So they're going to be bombarded with real estate agents calling them. So the first thing you got to do, you got to be transparent about the fact that you're going to be bombarded with people calling you. And um, you know, if I do a good enough job sharing with you why you should work with me, um, you need to be comfortable telling these other folks that, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to answer your call or return your call. Well, that... If I deal with a personal referral, I've, I've already got a leg up on that, that relationship. Well, that I think what you're talking about is when you're using something like Zillow. When you're using something like Bold Leads, it's a slightly it's a slightly different scenario, but it's still not the same as a personal referral. Would you agree with that? And what is the difference if you're using something like Bold Leads compared to a personal referral? Well, the first thing is Bold Leads is is a listing lead, not a buyer lead. So. Buyer leads are as transient as it comes. Um, the listing lead, I know where they live because they put their address in there. The buyer lead, I don't get, I don't know their address. I've got an email and a phone number, and so I've got a, I've, I've got a ghost if they don't want to talk to me. Um, the, the listing lead, I can always go knock on the door and I can drop off a package and say, hey, I got your inquiry online. Um, I wasn't able to reach you on the phone, but I went and I, I printed this 35-page market analysis for you here. I wanted to stop by. I live in town. I wanted to drop this off in person, introduce myself. Here's my card. You know, review this. Give me a call if you're interested in, in knowing more about what I took the time to put together for you. Um, so that's even still an online listing lead is going to be better than an online buyer lead, but nowhere near as good as a, as a personal referral. Because again, there's, there's no relationship there. 
So if I had to create a hierarchy of, of leads, it's the online buyer lead is the hardest one to deal with. The um, online listing lead is better, but certainly the, the handoff of the person-to-person referral. Because half the time I get introduced to somebody, it's, they, they bring, I do monthly parties at my house. And so the listing clients, they actually bring their friends to my home and say, hey, race throw a party this month. I do want to, I call it a third hump day. So the third Wednesday of every month, I have a party at my home. I hire a bartender. Um, and it's a, it's a nice party. Um, but my clients, and I invite my clients. And they, they're able to invite their, you know, bring your kids. I have a babysitter. I've got a swing set and, you know, a nice big backyard and all that stuff. So um, that's really an opportunity for me to, to generate person-to-person referrals because I'm pretty clear about like, hey, I do this party once a month so that not only can I say thank you for the business that, that we've done together, but it's an opportunity for you to introduce me to somebody that might also appreciate the service that, that I provided to you. So I've got an open door policy, not only in my office, but also, you know, in my home. Oh, that's great. We're going to go for our break. We're coming back and Robert can ask some more questions when we come back, folks. We'll be back in a few moments. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back. We've had a great conversation already with Ray. Back over to you, Robert. Okay, Ray. So now's the the time for the pedal to hit to metal. So you've you've talked to us a little bit about uh, you know I I happen to know that uh, you are an extremely charismatic marketer, and you've been talking a lot about these external efforts that you that you do. And I'm not even gonna if we have time for our bonus content. If we if we decide to do some. We're going to talk about something extraordinary that Ray did over the holidays that I was physically present for. But barring that, I'd like to focus the show a little bit more on the tools that you use because you've been talking a lot about them. But like, let's, let's talk about what you're using right now because I know you've moved into using a couple of new things. I would also, if we have time, if you have any thoughts about command and you don't have to i know i know it's still something that you and your team are getting used to and that you're not dealing with it directly but if you have a thousand foot high opinion i would love for my listeners our our listeners to hear what that opinion is because there's 180,000 keller william agents and and market leaders in in these states and i have no doubt that that some of them are listening to the show today right so go ahead and uh, so, what, what are your favorite tools? What are your favorite new tools? Well, my system is actually pretty straightforward. Um, and it's it's almost like dominoes. It's a series of things that work together. So I've got um, a lot of internet leads that come in. Some are from the website that Robert has helped me build. Um, some are from Realtor.com. Some are from Zillow. Some are from Bold Leads. So <clears throat> when they come in, uh, we've mapped those leads. Um, and when I say map, I'm talking field map, you know, first name, last name, uh, website or not website, um, you know, email address, phone number, you know, all that stuff. They get imported into something called Five Street. Five Street is, for lack of a better uh, term, it's like a jump ball. And um, so Five Street will then take any buyer lead. I don't do it with um, bold leads because they actually come to me directly to my cell phone. So they're not coming in there because I do all the listings, uh, you know, on my team. But any buyer lead that comes in is mapped out and it 
fires out through Five Street as a lead opportunity. And it gets fired out to every single one of my agents. All the, If you're in a room with my agents, when a lead comes in, everybody's cell phone goes off at the same time. And it's kind of fun to watch them. You know, they're reaching for the phones. A couple of them have gone to the, uh, to the extra step to buy an Apple Watch so that they don't have to reach into their pocket to hit the phone. They can actually click um, on the Apple Watch. They accept the lead. And then once they get the lead, what they get is the, the contact information. Um, the lead comes in to everybody, but the contact information comes in the person that, that claims it. Um, now, I've already got the lead. It's in my email. But whoever one of my agents claims it first, they get the full contact information. And then they go ahead and, and give them a call um, right there on the spot. And we've got a series of questions that you know we ask them, pre-qualifying questions that don't seem like pre-qualified questions, you know, but they are. It seems like a conversation. Um, so that we understand what it is that this person's looking for and how to help them. Um, so that's really the second, if you would, uh, you know, so the, wherever the lead is generated is our first step. The right. second step is the five street distribution system. The third step is our agent claiming the lead and actually having the contact information revealed to them. The fourth step is my own secret sauce, if you would. And that's something I'm not going to share with you on this call because I've, I've got a conversation that gets a series of questions answered um, without asking the questions that I want the answers to. It's a, it's a conversation that we have um, so that I understand how we can help those folks. And then from there, it goes to our lender. And we're never asking somebody to get pre-qualified. We're asking them if they're interested in taking advantage of you know free money that's out there through the state of Delaware or you know just different. There, there's a financial incentive, but we're never asking them to get pre-qualified. What we're asking them is, are you interested in knowing more about a financial incentive that's uh, going to work for you to, to buy a home? Then the lender gets them. Uh, they do the pre-qualification there. They have their own online portal where they get them in. I do a joint text message, which for me is a, a key piece of this. Um, it's not a transfer. It's, it's a joint text message. All my communications are joint text, text messages. That way, I know that the communication has happened, and I know that, that the handoff was completed. Um, then the Between, the between you and the lender or you and somebody on your team? Me, the lender, the, the everybody. So okay. if it's if it's if it's me handing a prospective buyer off to a teammate, it goes from me to the teammate, the lender, and the client all at once. So now I can watch who's dialed in, who's the first person that made contact after because I set the expectation. And if it's Robert, if it's me and you, I say, Robert, I'm gonna do a joint text message with um, Tim, who's the agent who lives in the area that you're you're requesting information about, and Danielle, who's our lender. And uh, so look for that text message here in the next three minutes. If you don't get that text, something went wrong, call me back. And then you get that text message. And then I sit there and I watch who responds back first. Does Tim respond back? Does the agent? Does Daniel respond back? Is the lender? Or does the client respond back saying, hey, guys, I'm here. It's nice to meet all of you. Um, and there's almost a psychology to that to see who responds back first. If the prospective buyer is the first person to respond, I'm like, man, we've, we've got somebody that's, that's interested here. Um, they're highly engaged in whatever conversation it is that I just had with them. And if they're the first person to respond and I don't have one of my two partners, whether it's my lender or my agent, um, you know, responding back immediately, then I'm going to be on the phone with them saying, please respond to this text. Someone is waiting for you right now. And, and then really that goes to our first appointment because after that text message, that's going to determine, you know, uh, what that first appointment looks like. Because we find out if their credit score is a hundred points below what we need it to be in order to be able to, you know, initiate an offer, then that's not somebody that I want my agents driving around town. Um, and I think that's just just really common sense. But the problem with that is, in the world of the internet, everybody thinks they have great credit, and we don't know what their credit <laughs> is until we actually know 
I said, we actually know. And I don't want my agents wasting their time, their gas, you know, meeting somebody out at a home um, that's 100 points below, um, you know, the minimum threshold for being able to, to get approved. And right. so that's, that's really, that's our, our process. And I would say that's where we win. The majority of the time is you get there first, you get there fast, and then you, you come with a value proposition that's comfortable and informative. And that handoff has to be one that does not feel like a handoff, but it feels like more an introduction to a conversation with somebody else that's going to help them uh, you know, achieve their goals. That's, uh, that's awesome. I, I love that. I loved every, every single word of that. I, I found it helpful. I hope our, I hope our listeners are picking up something too, because, uh, I know how fast and how consistent your growth has been and, uh, how, how much you're moving in the direction of both dominating your marketplace. You're already doing something that, that Jonathan and I have talked with other guests about many times, which is kind of becoming the mayor of, of a town, which is basically a local community expert. And I've been with you. I've actually flown out there and hung out with you. And you go to all the diners and you talk to all the people and you do all the things. The only thing for our audience that you and I have been working on, um, and again, it's just transparency. My thing has been getting ready to film more of that and for us to get it online, to get it actually digitized. He has actually done to my my frustration, I've discovered that he has tens of thousands of photos, but I have not seen the vast majority of them. And so they're not of use to us until we can actually get them and then apply them to his website and his digital marketing. However, in terms of activity and action, Ray has been doing the things that we've been talking about. So Jonathan, um, do you have uh, another, another question for, for Ray? Yeah, one question and then we'll wrap up the podcast the show and hopefully Ray can stay on for 10 minutes, which can be bonus okay. content. So Ray, uh, you know, in 2020, what's your plans around video and how important do you think video is going to be for your marketing in 2020? Uh, video is, is the core of it. And uh, I, I think Robert would, would get back on a plane, fly across the country and punch me in the face if I said it was anything other than that. Considering the amount of time that he's um, on this, um, we've done a lot of we've done a lot of video. I'm still uploading stuff uh, to YouTube. I'm taking videos every day. Um, you know, I I've, I've tuned into uh, Gary Vee a lot. Um, I'm a big fan of his. I like the way that he talks um, in his pod. I feel like he's talking to me. He uses the language that I like to speak in. Um, you know, I get it. And one of the things he says is, if you are right now not producing video at scale, um, then you, you're missing the boat. He said, because basically you've got the opportunity to broadcast on so many different social media platforms for pennies on the dollar compared to what it's going to be later on. Um, once the big the big companies realize how targeted this audience um, can be with so few dollars spent, and he said, if you're not a, if you're not in the business of taking advantage of that today, then you might as well just go away. So video is it. Um, and the the other thing is this. Um, you know, I, I make a point. That when I'm on video, um, and today's kind of like a bad example. I didn't have my Delaware Realty Group shirt on, but I had one here. I made a joke of not, not actually, I have, I have one on underneath this. But like, you got to be branded. Actually, no, I'm not. That's a Game of Thrones shirt. That's a, so, but you've got to be your brand at, at all times. Um, you, you've got to be your brand at all times. I am the face of my brand. And um, the face of my brand is has got to be on camera. And you've got to be on camera in a comfortable manner to where you like to talk about what it is you want to talk about. I don't care what it is you want to talk about. Just, just be in love with that. Smile a lot. You know, I mean, I, I've, I made a point. I probably look like an idiot to myself 
sitting here smiling, but I, I really, I really love what I do. Um, and if you're going to be on camera, like be happy to be on camera. Be well-spoken, smile a lot, know what you're talking about. Don't be afraid to hijack. I probably had 70% of the talking role on this podcast. Don't be afraid to hijack somebody else's show. It's, you know, it's my opportunity to be the guest. Get on video, hijack their show, um, get your message across, smile a lot when you do it, and then publish the hell out of it because that's the business we're in. And, and I'm doing that here. And other agents in my market either don't get on video or when they do, they just uh, they don't come across the way that probably um, you know Robert Robert would like them to. I'm gonna I'm gonna use Robert as the uh, the scapegoat. No, that. I, that, um, I, I totally understand. It, it's just the informal but still professional way of coming across, isn't it? Right. right? So we're gonna wrap up the podcast part of the show, folks, and then we're gonna go into bonus content, which you'll be able to see on the Mailwright website um, with a full transcription of the show. So, Ray, um, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and your company? Uh, to text me. Um, that, that's probably the worst thing about my company right now is I am not that reachable. Um, I get hundreds of emails per day. It's kind of an abyss. Um, and I tell my clients, you, you want me? Text me. Um, my text number is 302-685-4042. If you, want to, if you want to talk to me, shoot me a text message. I'll call you back. Um, it might not be, you know, within yeah. the hour, especially considering whatever it's about. But I'll, I'll call you back. I'll, at minimum, I'll text you back, and then we can talk. But um, you know, email is terrible. I got to get better with, you know, a system mm-hmm. with that. That's really where I'm falling short as a as a real estate agent is that back end system for the responses. I don't have a personal assistant. Um, I should. Robert told me that's the next money that I mm-hmm. I need to spend. Not that even a recommendation to use. That's what you have to do next is you need a personal assistant. Um. But for me, there's a disconnect there is that I want to talk to everybody. The problem is right now with what we've done, I, I just don't have the hours in the day to do it. Yeah, totally understandable. And Robert, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and uh, what you're up to? Uh, so so uh, actually 2020 is a big year in terms of marketing and I'm doing a lot of new stuff. I've got uh, some, some education stuff that I'm going to be doing on the website that's going to be free. Later in the year, I'm going to introduce some stuff that you're paying for. You can find out all about that at inboundrem.com. You've got a few more weeks with my old website up and then my new one will be up and uh, we're off to the races. So John, how can people get in touch with you? It's really very simple, folks. You can either email me at jonathan at mail-right.com and I'll get back to you pretty quick. Uh, um, or you can go on the MailRight website and you can get a, a free demo of all the amazing product and services that is part of the MailRight system. And I do the demo with you, and that's totally free. We'll be back next week with another great guest, hopefully, or internal discussion between me and my great co-host, Robert, and, and also or probably maybe a great guest like Ray. We'll be back next week, folks. See you soon. Bye. Yeah.